If this is your first time here, you will want to start from the beginning at episode one because this story is in chronological order. Also, there is some colorful language late in this episode, just in case you need to grab your headphones. In last week's episode, I shared with you the things I liked and I didn't like about the beach bag sample I received. This week, there's actually a lot to cover. The episode's a little bit longer than all the others, but in the spirit of trying to share and be vulnerable with you, I didn't want to leave anything out. Stick around to the end to hear my boyfriend give me some advice. This is a story of starting over in your 30s told in real time and how I'm trying to navigate my way through a confusing juncture in life. I have suddenly realized the life I'm living is not the life I want. In each episode, I'll be sharing every step of my journey as it's unfolding in real time, the good, the bad, the ugly. From starting a side hustle to completely reconsidering and questioning every goal I ever made for myself in my 20s, I'll be taking you on this journey with me to figure out my life all over again. Man, I don't even know where to start this week. So much has happened in the last week. Maybe I will start by listing out some of the things that happened that is above and beyond just sharing with you the beach bag updates. First, I went to see a new gynecologist last week. This wasn't for a normal checkup. It was actually to ask about what the egg freezing process is like. After getting checked and having a very vulnerable conversation with my gyno, I made the decision to move forward with freezing my eggs. My gyno was really happy with how my scans looked. Things looked really healthy. I had about 30 good-looking eggs, which, yes, is a really good amount. How she counted 30, I have no idea, because I just saw a lot of blurry, white, dark, gray shadows on the screen. You might also be wondering, why am I moving forward with egg freezing? Well, let's face it. I'm currently 36, and I know I do want to have kids in the future, but I also know I'm just not ready yet. So, I'm just planning ahead. No one really talks about this kind of stuff in this region. So when the time comes for me to start the process, I've also decided that I will share on here what it is like to go through it. I have been feeling lost and clueless about how this whole thing will go. So maybe, maybe I'll be able to just help someone else not feel as alone as I do. Okay, second thing that happened this week, my boyfriend ended up staying at my place for almost a full week this past week which I know you're probably thinking, how is that even a big deal? For us, after COVID, we went back to living in our separate apartments as our lives started to go back to normal because I work from home a majority of the time and I'm so focused on using all my spare time towards this side hustle. Living separate for the last two years has just allowed me to not get as distracted. Not in a negative way, but for sure I'd probably spend less time in the evenings solely focused on my side hustle. Maybe that is selfish, I don't know, but it just felt like the right thing to do so far. I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it actually was to live together for a week. I mean, there were some hard moments, and because he's a night owl and I'm a morning person, I didn't get as much sleep as I usually do. But I was pleasantly surprised by how proactive he was in helping me keep the apartment the way I like it, clean and tidy. 
He helped me with my dog walking duties, which made me feel super supported. It kind of made me think more about taking the next step and moving in together. But I don't know. Let's see. He's back at his place, and I'm back being alone in my side hustle sanctuary during the week. Third thing on the list. I had to fly to Kuwait earlier this week for work. Thank God it was only for one day, but it made that day very, very long. I took the 8 a.m. flight from Dubai to Kuwait, and because of the time zones, landed in Kuwait at 8.30 in the morning. I got to my client's office by 10 a.m., did a full-day workshop, left the office to catch the 6 p.m. flight back to Dubai, and landed in Dubai at 8.30 at night. There were a couple of days this week where doing anything else outside of the required work just felt a little too draining. Okay, last major thing I'll let you know about before we really kickstart this episode. It's also kind of another significant thing. Over the weekend, my car ended up overheating and essentially broke down while my boyfriend and I were on the way to a DJ gig he had. I had a call for a tow truck and sent the car to the mechanic. I got a message from the mechanic this morning that my car is officially a goner. I mean, I only bought the car for about $3,000 from a friend who just didn't need it anymore. It was a 2013 Ford Fiesta. It had about 120 kilometers on it. I can't even do the conversion to miles right now. But it was still in really good condition and looked really nice. And honestly, it did the job. It lasted me two solid years and allowed me to do a lot of road trips across the UAE with my boyfriend, my friends, and even my two huskies. R.I.P. Ford Fiesta. You were good to me. So now, I'm without a car. And I have to start the car hunting process. I'll let you know how things develop, but this week has really felt like one of those never-ending weeks where so many things happened all at once. Over the weekend, I spoke with my suppliers about the beach bag samples. Turns out, a beach bag made out of solid black canvas material actually gets pretty freaking hot under the summer sun. I know I'm going to need to find a completely new material to use for the bag. I will be looking around for new materials this week. And also, I'll be trying to figure out how to further improve other aspects of the design. The next step will be to finalize an improved beach bag design so suppliers can provide me with a new quote. I potentially will have to recreate a new sample all over again. More to come on that next week. Other things I've been trying to figure out in terms of my side hustle is figuring out how to make my Instagram content better. The goal for my Instagram is to have a more visual version of the podcast episodes so that you can actually see what I'm referring to as I describe my side hustle steps here. This past Sunday night, as I was thinking about my Instagram content for the week, I asked my boyfriend if I could get his thoughts on how I could make my Instagram better. I've been really struggling to figure this out lately. The goal I'm trying to achieve is that the content should feel helpful for others in a way that helps them start their own side hustle by being able to see the steps I'm making in real time. I try to post a variety of content, 
funny stuff, relatable stuff, and the content that means the most to me, posts that show the exact steps I'm taking. It's not easy sharing these steps publicly because ultimately, this whole thing could be a big failure. And the risk of failure feels really high. And that's my biggest fear. But by me taking a chance and tackling my biggest fear, my ultimate goal in sharing this in real time is to hopefully be an inspiration to someone realizing the same thing I realized, that there has to be more to life than the nine to five corporate grind. In the spirit of being transparent and vulnerable, I did get his permission to record our conversation. So the last reel I made on Instagram was about like a, what do I call it? It wasn't a tutorial. I don't want to call it a tutorial, but it was a, hey, this is how I did it. A preview. I guess. But I like, I'm trying to figure out how to make content better where it's teachable, but also like good. He started playing the reel I made last week, which I personally thought was a good one, but it didn't get much traction. And it really started to make me doubt myself. So here we go. First, I kept the supplier notes at the beginning so I could always keep track. Then I needed to know if the suppliers would print my logo. Hold it. Okay, I have a few comments. Yeah. Okay, wait. Before we continue, I need to give context as to what content we're referring to. It'll help to understand why my boyfriend gave the suggestions he did. Last week, I made an Instagram Reel video that records the exact Excel tracker sheet I used when comparing supplier information. The Excel sheet shows what data I added from the specific suppliers I spoke with. It includes things like cost per unit, profit margin estimates, shipping information, and so on. I wanted to share this information because I thought it would be helpful for others to see what kind of data is important to capture when you're new to working with suppliers like I am. I'll be honest, my boyfriend's feedback took me by surprise. I expected to get his thoughts on how I could record better or maybe have a different text style or maybe improve the captions or the color grading, or how can I make the tone of my voiceover sound better? But this is not at all the direction he took. His advice came from a totally different point of view altogether. Number one, if you're gonna- But like be nice. Explain to, if you're gonna explain to someone about what were the steps that you took that they could follow to keep up with whatever they're doing to be organized. Yeah. Number one, you create a new Excel sheet and you tell them what to put where and how to put it. You don't show them just yours because number one, no one should know how much you did yours and how much you paid and how much are you willing to sell your revenue, your your profits, so on and so forth. Because in the end of the day, if you do that and let's say your product does become successful, you're already sharing your personal you can say database of financial like your financial stability of your company or or your side hustle kind of i mean it's not the official one but it's my initial calculations yeah exactly and you even said if i'm going to order for 19 and then i'm going to put it for that much and then if i decide to sell it for 250 Mm -hmm. how much profit will i be coming out and with that being said you showing that makes people go like well i could have just bought it from xyz for x amount Mm -hmm. you can go on a completely different platform or even the same platform find a different product completely Mm -hmm. a product that people are interested in to create 
t-shirts, pants, printers, XYZ, mm -hmm. and show them what steps to do with that. The goal is to just be transparent. I it's understand. not to be like, I've already done it and this is how you should do it. I it understand. It's being transparent about your journey. Yeah. Yes. But being transparent about your journey, that means I will tell you right now, how about you share with everyone how much you have in your savings? Yeah, I don't mind. Like there will be a time where it's like, okay, guys, I quit my job because I reached X amount of savings. But you can't say that. Why? Because it's, it's not right. Why? You can say... You know, I've officially quit my job because I've reached my savings goal. But why can't people know? Because then they could be like, okay, maybe that means I would need this much money. Number one, because unfortunately, there are good people out there and then there are the bad people out there that will try to get a hold of, of your money. That's number one. That's cyber hacking. And don't forget of all the new technology that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Number two, if people are actually listening to what you have, I promise you, it's any person, any successful person that is reaching to certain places would not like to share the amount. They can say, you know what? My dream is to hit a million. You know, I'll quit my job when I hit a million. Realistically speaking, if you end up quitting within the next four days, that doesn't mean you hit the million. It could mean you hit million five hundred. It could mean you hit 500,000. Mm. You get what I mean? You share your goal. You yeah. share where you want to end it. Yeah. But sharing the details is not right because of as i said number one bad people that do not understand the hard work number two people shouldn't know what is the quantity that you sold and how you sold you can share with them that you've hit your quarter you've hit your half you've hit your top but sharing the the amount it is bad even for an entrepreneur or a person that has a side hustle hmm. but you cannot talk about your present amount you can talk about the past amount that you've reached. I don't see how that's different. Because hitting the past amount that you've reached, it still keeps everybody in the, well, how much does she have now? Who cares if they know? Like, I don't <clears> care. <throat> that's kind of the point. You should care. But a lot of people share what they have now. Nobody does. No, that's not true. A lot of people share and open up. For instance, like those content creator reels where the content creators are like, this is how much I, I made each month this year creating content. Yes. And they'll go through January this much, February this much. Until... But they will talk about that specific product or that specific website, how much they made out of that. Out of content creating. Out of that, that content itself. For example. No, there's some other videos that do it generally. I've seen so many. So, you know what? I'll explain to you what's my thought. And then I'll, I'll give you an advice to try it. And then you can figure out yourself. Okay. Before you do it. These content creators that you've heard and seen them speak about financial position. Because they're always sending, hey, follow me, subscribe to me, this, that. That means if they're real, they're willing to accept direct messages. And send them a direct message saying... I have an important question. Throughout my podcast, at some point, would it be okay for me to share with my followers, my listeners, my financial level yeah. and amount and all that? Mm. If you hear, not from one, you don't always hear from the first. If you hear from more than three successful content creators that are actually out there, mm -hmm. then yes, you technically can do it. In my personal view, nobody should know it. You don't know in one of your videos if by mistake your account details it was there or a message or anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
Right, okay, yeah, that part I agree with. Like, make sure that the details are not too detailed. Exactly. Yeah, but I think it's fine to even go in more detail to say, I bought the bags at this much. I'm selling the bags for this much. You know, it's going to cost me this much for shipping because it's part you can, of the, Okay, you can this talk. Is, this is part of what people are wanting to know about. Okay. This is part of what I wanted to know about when so I was trying to figure this out. you can explain about the shipping, okay? You don't need to explain about your product. Explain about other products. I don't know any other products. I just know mine. But it's the same product. Yeah, but I think my whole shtick was that I would go into details about not just how the process is going, but like, okay, this is where I'm at logistically. This is how much it's going to cost me. This is how much I have to spend. This is how much I'll, I'll hope to make back. This is how much I'm going to sell for, you know, okay. because it's showing the step by step as I'm going okay. through it. With that being said. It's just explaining the steps that they would need to do to reach their goal. I get your point. I just don't see, like, I just didn't ever wanted to do it that way. I never wanted to be vague. You're not being vague. I, that it, I wanted to explain my stuff. Explain your stuff. Explain your story. Where did you find, where did you come up with the product? Where did you come up with that idea? And all these things. And how did you want to sell it? Where were you thinking your profit margins were and how were you going to work out and calculate your stuff? But if you do ever become an extremely successful entrepreneur, you can't even place your product in warehouses and other places because if they know your information or your steps gets leaked to them, you can't tell them, I want to put it in your shop for X, Y, Z. Yeah. Okay. You do make that... The last point you just made was the only point that I thought was, okay, that makes sense. And the back part, account details. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Okay, I will reconsider. Yeah, like I said, this is definitely not the kind of feedback I was expecting to get from him. But in hindsight, I guess he does have a point. I know I was being pretty stubborn and not wanting to change the way I plan to share all my details. I want to feel like I'm sticking to my original plan of being transparent. I guess there is something to be said about keeping some things protected when trying to build a brand, but I'm really struggling with that concept. I think I'll keep sharing all the details without giving you essentially my bank information and honestly hope it just doesn't come back to bite me in the ass later. Since I still wanted to get his feedback on how to make my content more engaging, I finished the conversation by letting him know I'm actually looking to more get his thoughts on how I could improve my Instagram engagement. This last part got a little deep. I'm talking about now you talk about feedback from your followers, from your listeners. Now you record, let's say for example, hey guys, so episode 20 is going to be a little bit different all the other episodes so you call this a feedback podcast then you say now i actually want to talk to you guys live you go on live right that live people start messaging you hey you go like you know what how about this ask me questions if anybody has questions I'm gonna be live for the next five ten minutes right go ahead and ask and let's go one by one. First question amy was it so hard to find the product the ideal product that you love you answer it, even though you already answered it in your podcast. You already said it. Now they want to hear it from you. What if all that you said was bullshit and now they want to put you on the spot and ask you? That's where you show what, who you are, right? Mm -hmm. They'd be like, okay, somebody could even write you, I love nails. 
or I love whatever X, Y, Z, or I love painting, right? They'll be like, what do you think I should do with my side hustle? They love painting. They'd be like, you know what? There was this one day where I used to live in a villa where we actually call, reserved the guy that came and taught us how to paint. And it was the best time that me and my friends were doing it together because we were drinking and painting and we still have the paintings till today. You technically just gave her a side hustle that maybe she never thought of. Her reaction on the live feed is what's going to make people go like, damn, she actually has answers for us. Then you go. That itself, a 45-minute podcast on YouTube is enough for you to actually feel it's easy for the week after. Because now these people are telling their friends. Okay, I get what you mean. But I still don't want to make YouTube videos like that. But I think the concept... start. I don't want to. But as a concept of just doing that in general, minus YouTube half of it, I think that is a good idea. I see. Where are you going to put it? On Instagram. Live. I think all I'm saying is that it is a good idea. You are correct. That is a good way to start, like... Connecting with your fan base. Yeah. I don't think I'm there yet, but I think that is a really good idea in the future. And I think you are there because I've heard No you one's going to join. I've them. heard you tell me that people have actually messaged you personally saying, and thank they you have. so much for all this. And if they have, but announce, there's a big difference between someone just writing you a random message at a random time just to say something versus someone actually taking the effort to join a live that is like... Okay, hold up. So if you were to announce... Tomorrow morning, guys, Thursday, 7 p.m., I'm going to actually go live. You think your listeners will not wait for 7 p.m. to go live? I don't think they would, no. That's because you don't see, you're not confident enough in yourself about that. Because I will tell you this, as for me, I barely have people that are actually interested in, as me as a DJ, I'm playing other people's music. I'm not producing my own music. I'm playing other people's music. But when I inform them that, hey, guys, on Tuesday, I'm going to go live, at least 10 people, 15 people show up that stay for almost 30 minutes and then they leave. But they actually communicate with me. They they message like, thank you and all that. That is what you need. Even if people don't show up, you've still given the intent that you wanted to give to them your time. Mm. If they don't show up, that's on them. Mm. For you to answer three questions to one question, you changed one person's life is way better than... 50 people watching you and not even talking. Yes, that is true. Then that is the goal of this whole thing at the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. So don't think about nobody's going to want. No, the same way how you said nobody's going to message me. I'm pretty sure like I'm just going to do this podcast and, and, you know, people are only going to listen. I told you, trust me, you will make it. You have a story. We have a story. For fuck's sakes, we went through COVID. We were stuck in the worst fucking pandemic of life. You started something in me, which is music. I shared with you ideas. We grew. Mm -hmm. And I told you, people will listen. I told Mm -hmm. you, people will share. People will talk. People will start listening. I promise. You will make it. promise you will make it. I know. I promise you, if you announce that you're going to go live, announce it tomorrow. You want to go live to connect with your followers. You will share on a podcast, on your platform podcast, everything that you said. Mm-hmm. and watch one person might stay through the whole 30 minutes talking to you and that's more than enough for you because yeah. your whole point is to connect with your people next time it might be two people that same person might join the next time having more questions mm-hmm. and tell you my friend actually 
wanted me to ask you ABC. Tell, hey, listen, how about next time? Let your friend join. Let's talk. And you go and you go and you go. You don't know until you try. Yeah. For fuck's sakes, you just had a bag that you were thinking about. And then you find someone else that might have the same design. What? Me and you sit down. Boom. Thought, thought, thought. Okay, next. That doesn't work. Next. That doesn't work. Next. That doesn't work. Next. It gets tiring. It's money. It's time. You don't have that. I don't have that. But you got to do what you got to do. Good point. Done? Yes. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm very tired now. So, will I be going on Instagram Live anytime soon? I don't know. If I'm being honest, I think I have to work up the courage to do that. But this is definitely something I need to consider. I mean, I guess going live on Instagram would be the ultimate way of working towards creating more engaging content. At the end of the day, my purpose is to serve those that are trying to work through the same thing I'm going through now. In next week's episode, it's time to get more serious about finalizing the improved beach bag designs. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast. And to help spread the word as we are brand new, rate and review us five stars to help get this podcast out there. Follow us on our Instagram page at starting over underscore in real time for more fun content about the journey. Any and all support is always appreciated. I cannot wait to continue to share this journey with you. <laughs>